When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. I know. Do you like how we're like matchy matchy today? Oh, yeah. Twinsies. Yeah. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. How Welcome are you? to Talk Scary to Me. It's Tuesday. Talk Scary to Me Tuesday, guys. Good morning. Good afternoon. Tuesday. Good you guys are listening right now. We are so stoked that you guys are listening to our podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Um, so you guys know we record in advance. Um, so we never miss, so we never miss an episode for you. So this probably will come out after, obviously, like two weeks probably from now, maybe I'm going to say when we're still recording this about two weeks prior. So I just, I just, this is bothering me. So I'm just going to say it because it just, I just just posted this. So I just, I was looking through old photos because I moved, right? So I found these big box of like photos, like when I sent you the Shane West one earlier, which is so fucking ridiculous. You guys look so cute. Oh my God. You were like (laughs) punk rock. Is it because Shane was super edgy and punk rock? So you were like, I'm going to be edgier. No, that's just how I, that, no, that's just how I, I always wore like leather pants. I had these two pairs of leather pants that I always wore um, by this designer, Mark Wong Nark. They were like $500 a piece. And it was the only thing that I ever spent money on, like for for years. What a name. Mark Wong Nark. I know he's (laughs) a good designer. I know, I know, I know. But back in the nineties, it was like, you know, the thing. Um, Actually, I think that was like 2000. It might've been 99 or 2000. Anyway, um, for you guys, I I since got a picture of Shane West and I with Shane wearing makeup um, because we talked about him in a- I should no. send it. Do you remember this? Yeah, he'll be like, wait, what? She took a picture of me when I was sleeping, when I passed out on the couch and I was wearing fucking weird eyeliner. Is that uh, after you guys had sex or before? Before. Oh, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> um, so I po- I found this photo, so many photos of me as a little girl. Like, you know, I did beauty pageants and modeling and all that stuff. And I always say, like, oh, I don't know if I wanted to be an actor because, you know, I 
I, I don't even know now if I want to be an actor sometimes, but you know, when sometimes they're like, kids are like, oh, they just had this thing, you know, they were always really outgoing. It's like you were saying with your parents, they were like, we have to get her into something because she's obviously no, like, like, she's driving me fucking nuts. We need <laughs> to like put her into a program of some sort. They were like, gymnastic isn't working. Cheerleading isn't working. What do we do? Uh, let's do something. That's get her into something. So yeah. I found this picture of me. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get it actually. So hang on. Oh, one second. Um, Okay, hang on. I'm just going to grab it really quick. By the way, that for those of you watching us on Patreon, if you want to see what we're talking about, come join our Patreon. Yes, it's so much better. I I feel like, you know, once you listen to the episode, then you can kind of go back and watch the video. I mean, we're ridiculous on here. We make such, I mean, we're constantly acting things out on here, so. Okay, so I found all these pictures and what I thought about these, which are so funny is, so this is the one that I posted. Can you see that? Super cute. I love okay. it. Sass this is that. 1983. Then I found this one. Oh my God. Then I, I found this one. Okay. So she's wearing a beret and some suspenders and some high-waisted pants. Super. Uh, by the way, I just like that carpet. Can I just say that? Oh my God. I was like, how Fucking cool carpet. is this house? Whose house was this? This is so awesome. That had brick walls. Like I probably was in a hotel. I bet you I was in a hotel. So I found those and I thought, oh my God, I still pose the same way. Like as an adult, I literally always am over my right shoulder with my hand on my hip on the side <laughs> with so my leg standing. I'm like, it's literally exactly the fucking same. Wow. So nothing's so really changed. So I, dude, I, I was like, okay, this was the way I've always been. I didn't become this. Like I always had it in me. So I found a picture of me from a photo shoot last year where, you know, I was on the porch, like in my lingerie and doing my Halloween stuff. And I, yeah. I I literally am the same pose, but I'm like an adult now. So I posted like a, on the top, it's me now. And on the bottom, it was this picture. And I was like, no caption needed go. Like, what would you call this? You know, thinking people would be like, oh, like you were meant to, you were meant to be that or whatever. And people immediately, (laughs) people immediately started. Okay. 95% of the people wrote awesome stuff. And then there's that 5% that wrote really stupid shit Mm -hmm. um, about how I'm sexualizing children. What? (laughs) What? So, um, yeah. Okay. So let me start here. Um, Let's see. Uh, What is wrong with you? I I, I, I have no idea. So this one says like, ah, the faux into, okay. I don't even know where, I don't even know how to read Instagram and where this starts. It's like 18 minutes ago, 20 minutes, 21. Let me see where this all that, started. That me off because there are incidents where it, it is like that. You know what I'm saying? So to, to comment on someone's picture that obviously is not even close to that. It's just like, it baffles my mind where people have the fucking balls. Why do, why do people have the balls? Because it's behind a fucking computer screen. I guess. I mean, I, I click and find out who you are, man. I know. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm going to do. Um, so I don't know where this all started, but this is just the beginning of the, some of the beginning of some of the messages. So someone says, bro, it should be anyone who thinks that this is hot is weird because it's you as a little girl kind of sus should be the caption. Why is this suspect? 
So, and so then someone's like, yeah, saying you're hot, blah, blah, blah. Are, are people commenting saying like, oh, you were even hot as a kid or something? No, it's okay. like preteen to scream queen then versus now mamas don't let your babies grow up to be scream queens trick or treat from Barbie watch to Rolex. This girl slays them all. Still got it. This or that always knew I'd be famous. My hero, Miss Harris. I always feel like somebody's watching me staying tr- like really like nice, you know, fun, nice, wow. nice from little princess to the queen of horror. Like, you know, that really mostly cool stuff. And then that, but yeah, it's fucking so weird. So then they're like, uh, yeah, this shit's a little creepy. Yeah, dude, please delete, babe. I love you. You're a horror icon. This ain't it. And then they're like, who suggested that you, who suggested to you that the little girl element should be found hot? That interpretation is concerning in itself. And then they're like, she's posing in a sexy pose. And we know Danielle Harris, if you listen to her podcast, sorry, I'm not a pedo. And they're like, when you project your own sexualization of a child onto others, uh, this defensively, it suggests otherwise. Don't project your weird sexual stuff on me. Like, this is like a whole argument going on on like about my picture. So we can't even post pictures of us as, as a young kid and find it funny that we we pose the same way? Apparently not. And then this, this one person's like, it's a little girl standing suggestively in barely a bra. How else are we supposed to interpret this? I don't know how you can look at this and not feel uncomfortable. And the person's like, because I don't get sexual feelings about young people. If people are sexualizing her as a child because of her later work or pictures side by side, that's their own issue to sort out. And they're like, LOL, by your logic, we should just ignore child porn. You don't have sexual feelings for them. So go nuts. Right. And he's like to compare a photo of a child with generally later sexualized body parts covered and not engaged in any evidently sexual behavior to that is more concerning to me than a child existing in that state. They're like, I get that other people may have acted as predators towards you when you were young, and that understandably makes you uncomfortable, but that doesn't sexualize this bottom picture. You're doing that likely in association and likely in associating it with the top one's more sexualized elements, but it doesn't change the bottom one. The faux intellectual version of I know you are, but what am I? I can't really sugarcoat it. If you don't find that photo disturbing, you're kind of a fucking creep. The fact that you're defending it so vehemently is actually concerning to me. Like they're literally going back and forth. There's zero, zero sexualizing. It's me like, wait, let me see the photo again. Let me see this photo. Like I'm in short, it's not, it's fucking 1983. I'm in Florida. I'm in short, I'm in Terry shorts, white fucking sandals and like a little, a little top. I mean, it's, thank God I didn't post the picture of me in a fucking bathing suit. And, you know, and honestly, like when I posted it, I thought for one minute, I was like, I wonder if people are go, if there are pedophiles out there that look at this stuff, like that would, that would be concerning to me because I don't want this photo used for someone's sick and twisted fucking fantasies because that does exist. But that was definitely not my intention to like put that out there like that. Yeah. How does that make you feel when people post that kind of stuff on your, on your Instagram? Um, I mean, you know, uh, well, first of all, it, it, well, it made me think like, should I have not done this? But then, you know, going back to like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the show of like, you know, cancel culture and like everybody like is so afraid to say anything back to people that are so blatantly ignorant. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I want to jump on there and I want to tell them to fuck off. And that wasn't my intention. And I can't even believe that this conversation is even happening because it was so far from what, what I was trying to do. I just thought it was cute and that I still pose the same way. And then it got twisted and turned around into this big, ridiculous thing. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's difficult. Like, I feel like everybody has a fucking voice and an opinion. Now people don't like the confrontation but they want to get into it at the same time. So, I mean, I don't know when people talk shit about you. Like, what do you, I just, I mean, most of the time I just ignore it. And then there's one, like every once in a while, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking going for them. Like I should literally, I want to like FaceTime this person right now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me be part of this. They watch and listen to this stuff. So tell them how you feel like really. You know, like it's hard, man. It really is hard to like ignore this shit that people say that's super hurtful. I I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a weird position for us to be in too, to like have to think about like the fact that that even came to your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Posting a picture of you as a kid that wouldn't have even like come to my mind. No, me neither. Ever. Never. It's like insane that we think about that now and things are so different right now. And everybody, like you said, everybody has an opinion and, and it it just, it it baffles me that we're like in this, in this sort of world now that we, we have to, to think twice. You have to watch everything you do, everything you say, you know, and, and, and then I get, so I want to read an email actually that brings this, this up. You know, we apologize, we apologized a few weeks ago for being insensitive to someone's virginity experience. And it was, it was hard for me too, because it's hard to apologize for something that was not my intent. I can apologize for them feeling a certain way, but to apologize for doing something that I didn't feel like I did um, because it was misunderstood is, is frustrating, but yeah. I know you're up, op- you know, you're the one that always tells me like, we have to apologize for this, or we need to address this. And I usually go, well, like not everybody feels that way. It's one person that has something negative to say. And then there's 20,000 that are like, wait, I didn't see it that way. So well, I think, I think, you know why it is because I get both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a happy medium that we need to meet because there is a lot of times where people, people's voices or opinions or whatever were kept so secretive and such the dark. And I don't think that that's how it should work as well. But then this other lining that we have here that's so intense, I feel like there's a happy medium that we need to find. Yeah. um, Because I don't want people to be silent about how they- it's not what I, I'm, it's not what I think it should and, be. And I, you know what, Scout, that goes for us too, yes. though. Like, yes. I don't, I don't want to not be authentic and not say how I really feel about things in fear that someone is going to not like what I have to say, but it's scary. It's really fucking scary now to, to be honest about things because you don't know how it's going to be twisted and turned and taken the wrong way. And you know, and, and so I got, I, I do appreciate that I get emails like this sometimes. Um, and I was listening to Howard Stern this morning and, you know, and he's just like, he like, doesn't want to, he's so like, I'm not apologize. Like, 
you're fucking crazy. That's not what I said. You know, you're fucking, you're okay. Bye-bye. Like, I wish I could, I wish I could do that. I'm obviously not Howard Stern. So, um, and you know, he almost got booted out, you know, off of NBC and like, like he's had a a struggle for so many years. Yeah. Um, And you know, he almost got booted out, you know. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like, is there somebody out? Right, you know, it's like it, it's like that three-way calling. Do you have someone listening silently yeah, on the other end? I have them all aligned. <laughs> that fucking guy that talks shit. Um, so this email came to me. Actually, it was on our Patreon. Um, and I just wanted to read it because it 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 just made me feel good that like what I was saying in my life in our live was people, some people did get it. So it wasn't like, yeah. I just didn't, you know, anyway, I'm just going to read it. Um, I mean, the majority of people got it, Danielle, like, like no, I, I would have said something if, if I thought, you know what I'm saying? Like no yeah. one, I think it was just, you know, we're not in that position of coming from somebody that was gay, you know? So right. I think that's why we just didn't understand that. Right. Which is fine, which is totally fine. And it's totally fine for somebody to let us know, but it's totally fine for us to like, not get it because we are you know women right right <laughs> right, right. sexual like you know yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we, we just don't know about that but you know so I I appreciate the the messages of like support almost after the fact because cool. I felt really bad you know when you don't know that you've hurt someone yeah. and then you do it's of course I'm going to apologize but there's also that other side that's uh, that gets a little bit pissed off because the fact that 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 would even be thought of Mm-hmm. as that we would be someone that would invalidate someone's experience just mm-hmm. in life in any way, shape or form, you know, yeah. and I know that our, maybe it was, you know, because they haven't listened before and didn't really know us. And now maybe they know us and know that that's, that's not it. And obviously anyone that does listen is really getting to know us in a, in a different way. And, and mm-hmm. we get emails all the time saying like, thank you guys for just keeping it real and for, for being vulnerable and being open about everything. So anyway, I'll, I'll stop talking. So I'm just going to read this. Um, this is from Manuel and he says, some people are way too sensitive. It's a joke as old as time. The innocent preacher's daughter wants to remain a virgin, but the boyfriend insists that anal doesn't count. So she goes along. I personally believe that penetration is sex, whichever hole it happens in, but so what? It's just a funny line. Don't ever think it. Anyone who feels like shit over something as innocuous as that is going to have a difficult time when they encounter an actual life struggle. I hope you guys don't think that you have to start walking on eggshells in your podcast going forward. Just keep on keeping it real. That's why we love the show. Oh, that's great. That is great. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, I appreciate that because I, that's, I mean, that's all I really know how to be is to keep it real, but I, you know, we make mistakes sometimes. I don't know. Again, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but. But I don't think it's, I mean, did you feel like that you have to walk on eggshells because of, because that person said that? I mean, I thought I got it as, oh, another, uh, like just to be, you know, someone to, to make us understand coming from a gay man's, like, I just learned something. It's not that I was like, oh, I'm going to change what I said. It's like, I didn't. I mean, even when we did say it, it was like, well, we were saying it coming from a woman. So we didn't know that side of it, but cool to learn that. And yeah. sorry to be offended, but, you know, we were just coming from our point of view as women. You know, I, I didn't, I personally didn't take, you know, that and go, oh, now I got to be careful what I say. It's like, right. no, we're all learning and we're going to continue to learn because guess what? Our opinions are going to continue to come from a 
women. Right, right. I'm sexual and a straight woman. <laughs> right. You know, that's why we do have guests, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm very excited to be able to get um, some, some guests that, yeah, you know, gay men, some, uh, some lesbian women, you know, I'm, I'm very excited to get that sort of crossover so we can have a little bit more understanding. Yeah. And, you know, and the straight man and the straight woman and like every, I mean, that's, that's why you and I work so well because we are different generations too. You know, like I had a woman come up to me, um, in New Jersey and she was like, I love your show. I love your show. She's like, I don't relate to scout in any way, but I totally, everything you say, I'm like, yes, I get it. Yes, I get it. Yes, I get it. Because she's like late forties, you know? So, it's so funny. Cause I get the opposite. I get, I get, I get it's so like, I can't relate to Danielle, but <laughs> and that's great. You know, if we were the same person and had the same experiences boring. in life, like how fucking boring would that be? Like, I'd be so boring. boring, boring. <laughs> I love it. By the way, no. you're doing your photos, and I wanted to like go run and get my photos, but then of course they're in the other room. Maybe in the next one I will. But then I was like, oh, a fan drew this one of me. <gasps> oh, that's beautiful. You look like Dag. <laughs> 17 year old pissed off scout Magoo over here. Wow, look at you. Look at uh, your chubby know. little face in that picture. Literally, I was so Chubbsville, man. What was cute. happening? You were I was just like, a baby. I'm just a baby. Oh my God, it's a TikTok. You just did a TikTok and you didn't even know it. I don't, I didn't know it. Is that on TikTok now? Baby. Oh God. Fucking TikTok. I can't even. People are like, people are like, oh my God, you guys with the 911 and the fucking people killing their kids. Like, oh yeah. my God. I like on there too, <sighs> you know, because that's what, what stops you in your tracks on these fucking apps is yeah. stuff like that, that Shocking. are that fucked up and disturbing. So guys, speaking of TikTok, I have been, you know, there's like, there's a whole different you know, whoever is listening to us from the age of hopefully y'all are over 18 listening yes, to, please. <laughs> to 70, 80 years old. Um, you know, there's this new platform. I mean, not new, but it, it's, it's new to Danielle and I, because we just don't understand technology and, and we join <laughs> this, but there's a lot of like, you know, the TikTok like celebrities and like fandom mm-hmm. and like all that kind of stuff. And that's becoming a little bit more in our entertainment business, yes. you know, they're kind of going over and, and movies are now having TikTokers and all this stuff. And rather than us as actors who have, you know, I, I was, you know, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day. I was like, what the fuck? Like TikTok, Instagram, I don't, what, what the fuck? I don't understand this. You know, whatever. I've learned to like accept it and adapt and learn. And just, well, I just want to learn their world. I, I want, I want to like evolve. It's like what we were just saying, I want to learn. So I've reached out actually vice versa. A lot of people have followed us and on our Instagram and all that stuff that are TikTok celebrities or whatever. And we're, we have a couple that want to come on the podcast. Yeah. It's super cool. And I think it's so cool. I mean, the one that I mentioned to you before, but mm-hmm. then there's also two other ones. And I'm just oh. so excited to like make that crossover and just kind of like pick their brain and 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 see their success story and 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 how it happened and and all of that kind of stuff because I I become fans with them of them on TikTok I watch their shit I so learn what all ma- what makes you become a fan of someone on TikTok so my stuff is like comedy 
I really when love someone's funny, funny, super funny. Like uh, this one guy that wants to come on. He's he's hilarious, and he just picks random videos and he just kind of states how it is. Like he just literally states his opinion, what everybody's thinking and doesn't want to say. Oh Pretty wow! Much. Okay, which is, I mean, there you go. So I feel like if we got someone like that on the show and we oh god, kind of- good, let them take the fucking heat for once. <laughs> yeah, but he does it in a very delicate way. Um, okay, joke about it. You yeah, know? right. Um, and it's and it's nothing that I wouldn't have agreed towards or or whatever. Right. And then uh, another gentleman, he's um, well, he was a he's a mortician, mm-hmm. but he's also a singer. He's like in a, a fucking band, and because of the TikTok. You know, he, he shows his, like, how to involve a body, what you need to do to prep a body, all this oh my stuff. God. And for obvious reasons, I'm into that kind of, of stuff. Of course. Um, and then his band kind of got success because his wow. TikTok got success. Is he showing how to do it on TikTok? Like, he's he not, like, but he, covering he, the bodies with, like, no. buzz? No. So there's no bodies. There's nothing like that. But it is in his morgue. And I, I do assume that he's a teacher because a lot of the time he's talking to students. That okay. And I'm assuming it's mortuary school. Right. You know, so. Oh, my God. He, which I think is so cool. And it's yeah. so different. But then he's also, like, at nighttime, he's, like, a rock and roll, like, or, <laughs> you know, he's a band guy. It's, it's so it's nuts to me. Awesome. I just think of my dad. I'm like, dad, were you like in a bank? <laughs> what did you do? Is like Batman. What did you do at night? Like, He's like, have you heard of Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I went off on that, but I was just like so, so excited to. Have you, have you worked on a movie with a, a YouTube star or a TikTok star yet? Yeah, I did. Um, but I did like over eight years ago. Oh shit. I think when TikTok like first, like, whenever TikTok first became like a thing, um, my buddy, Jerry, he was like one of the first like TikTokers and he just made funny, funny ass videos. And I worked with him. It was so funny because when Jerry was on set, he was like, wow, takes a really long time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude. (laughs) I'm done with my videos and like in an hour. (laughs) that's not not real that's not real life that's not this I mean it's it's awesome did he can did he continue acting uh I think so I think Jerry like did a couple things here and there but I mean his TikTok is massive he doesn't really have to do it right right experience it and he was like not for me which I feel like you and I would you know also be like could you imagine you and I went to TikTok and just made small little baby videos all the time I mean, I don't want to put it down yeah, because like, it just it. seems so like, no, it just seems so like, I don't have time for that. Like, Your it just seems so, I mean, most, uh, I, 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 but that there's like an art to it that I don't understand too. So I have respect for, for yeah, these Brielle people. Does it too. I just, I can't, I mean, I, I did it for a little bit in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> not anything to do. Well, I think that's it. I think when you've got like kids and like you have a lot of stuff going on in your life. I think it's really hard to, I mean, I barely have time to make fuck, you know, how long it took me to figure out which picture, how to do the fucking side by sides today on Instagram. Yeah. That's that's like, how do I do this? That's the thing. There's too much knowledge. It's like, you know, my brain's not like a little kid brain that can do that fast. I, 
I mean, I, I would love to do it, you know, I, but learning like a TikTok dance takes yeah, no, no. three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this dance. Remember when I tried to get you to do a dance? Yes. And you're like, I no, can't learn no, this? No, no. <laughs> I was like, no way, no way. Because I always, I always wanted to be a dancer and I would like go to jazz and go to hip hop class. And why I didn't continue is because I couldn't remember fucking choreography. We are the same person. We are the Probably. Same. We are. My mom. So my mom, she, she, I think she knows this. My mom would sit in the back and for some reason I was always terrified of my mom. <laughs> like, cause she would always tell me when I fucking did bad, mm. <laughs> like you suck. Oh God. So whenever like I was, you know, I, I didn't pick up the dance moves as fast as everybody else. Right. Me too. She would, you know, she would kind of get mad at me and right. I, I would know it. So I just, it, it never became a thing, but could you ever imagine taking your kids to dance class and getting mad at them for not being able to know choreography? No, or never. No, no. And I wonder what it was. It might have been. It's also too. I think. Yeah. No. I think it was. You think it was a generational thing? I think it is. I think it. I think it was. But I also do think. Um, I'm sure my mom like regret regrets some of that stuff too. You know. You know. You I think? think it was like a career thing. It was like, oh, well, it's for acting, triple threat bullshit. And it's like, oh, your your kid's not a triple threat. <laughs> Your kid has two left feet. You fucking loser, you. How dare you? How dare you not know how to dance and sing and, and act scout so you can support your family? You bad child. You should be fucking grounded. Oh, my God. I get it. I totally get it. Oh, my God. That's I, I just it's like so far from my world. I started actually listening um, that when I sent you that. Um, where is it? Um that link the other day for that actresses. Wait, let me just go back so I make sure that I've got it right. I'm dying to get her on the show. So if anybody knows her, oh my God, I have so much. To her. We, I mean, I kind of posted like on her, you reach out to her because you're better at that kind of stuff. I posted on like some comments on her site. <laughs> better. <laughs> um, wait, hold on. Let me find this. Um, I mean, honestly, if anybody's listening that um we follow or whatever um and you guys want to be on our show you should write us <laughs> yes it works both ways you know um I can't freaking find where I where I put her link but it's her book is I'm glad my mom is dead oh yes um what's uh Tom was just mentioning this so I didn't I didn't know her but I knew a few people in that circle with that show mm. um what do you think of her her um her book and her interviews and all the stuff that she's doing I mean I think she's really fucking courageous yeah man I mean I think that there's a that she's I I yeah I I just am I I just want to talk to her because there's just it's so interesting how you know it's kind of like me too movement like once once the door opened up for one person then everybody started coming forward and I hope that that that's what this does. I hope that more child actors come out and talk about their experience. Um, you know, not just the sexualization of, you know, the pedophiles that a lot of the kids and that, you know, a lot of our friends in the eighties that, you know, like Corey Feldman's and stuff grew up with, but the stuff that we had to go through the stuff that, you know, dealing with the, you know, parents and producers and what it's like to work on, you know, TV shows and to be, you know, that, that Disney character where you're supposed to be 
perfect. You're supposed to be the triple threat and you're supposed to do this and supposed to do that. And, and how really that can fucking destroy you. Yeah. So I'm, 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 yeah, I think, I think that there's easy, man. Like I, I think I told you I was, um, I was on a spinoff of that. So Raven, Mm. um, with Allison Stoner Mm -hmm. and we, we totally, it was about this, um, it was kind of Hannah Montana, but with a dancer. So it was this little girl that was like a massive, huge dancer. And she was like in the entertainment world. Wait, let me guess. Did you audition for it and didn't get it because you suck at dancing? And then she got the part and no, you I had to play it. the friend. I got, no, I got <laughs> it. I played Allison I played Stoner's sister, like the dumb, dumb sister, like her dumb older sister. <laughs> That's what I played. And so we we did like a spinoff on um, That's So Raven with this new thing, but it didn't end up going. But just being at Disney for months doing and prepping for this pilot, seeing what these kids go had to go through at such a young fucking age, it was traumatizing, absolutely traumatizing to see these kids and also to see how adult these children were. Right. That's, it, what, that's what always freaks me out. Oh my God. I mean, h- how the fuck have have they kept this under, under wraps is, is just, I mean, well, now the truth is out. That's out. I mean, cause <laughs> shit's, shit's coming up, you know, people yeah. aren't afraid to, to talk anymore. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm, I've listened, I'm listening to the book on tape. So, and she's, she reads it actually, um, which I love books that are read by the author. So it's really interesting to kind of, to, to get into it. So, um, I can't wait to finish it. And, and if, if you're listening, um, yeah, yeah, come, come on the show. I just want to like, I think we should do like a documentary or something or, or some sort of spinoff of our show where we talk to other child actors, child stars. I mean, I don't, I mean, everyone kind of does that stuff, but I think we could do it in a different way. I don't know. I just always love talking to other kid actors because they have such crazy fucking stories. Oh God. It's just going to be so depressing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so fucking depressing yeah no no I I I, I agree and it, it is funny like I mean not a lot of people talk about it and actually you know share the negativity or or the trauma of it yeah. people I didn't mean, talk I mean, about the the sexual shit that was going that went on with me too either well, well, until recently yeah you know there's a lot of stuff with that too that I'm like very I mean when we were recording um, earlier in the years, there was a particular story that I shared and I finally yeah. like mentioned names. Like it was, it, it was intense for me to like mention those names where, you know, it was overly sexualized on set. And after I we see, got, done, but like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say it on, we can't say it on, on the air. Cause it's so scary. Oh, I know it's terrifying, but like, when, when are we going to learn? You know, it's like, it's, it's kind of like what we're going back to. Maybe that's why all these people are like, well, I'm going to say how I feel because this is how I fucking feel. And I'm not going to, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's tricky. You know, you're like, God, do I want to, you know, it's like, there's this whole Gary Busey thing going on and, you know, I, I was there um, at the show and, um, do you know, I did I mean, I, I had heard, you know, oh. so it's all hearsay. Um, but, uh, and I was there when he was at, when he was asked to leave. Um, oh, so, and, he, so tell us the story. 
I can't because there it's he's under investigation. So I don't want to see anything because okay. I didn't see anything at all. Okay. I but just heard you, what he had, what he supposedly had done. Ah, oh, man. So, you know, I, I, there's video, so I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, the hotel's got video everywhere. So I'm just wondering, cause we, we approach, we talked about this, um, you know, a few, a few weeks ago, Hi. Yeah. um, I'm wondering how this is going to affect the fan physical interaction between the celebrity and the fan moving forward at shows. I was just thinking about that. I wonder- and, and on the, I mean, it's on, it's on both sides. Like, you know, the, the, the celebrity being accused of doing something or the fan being accused of do so, of doing something. It's like, you're, you're getting, you're, you're have, you have physical contact with a complete fucking stranger Yeah, on both sides. Yeah. You may think, you know, us, but you don't know us. Mm-hmm. I don't know you, but you're hugging me and you're touching, you're putting your arm around me and you're doing all that stuff. So you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious to see if it goes, cause there was that little time during COVID where we had to keep our distance. And I was like, I kind of like that there's a little bit of distance because it gets overwhelming feeling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really curious. What do you, what do you, what do you think could possibly change moving forward? If something like this is a, is a threat? Well, like I said, with, um, you remember that con that actually sent out a letter um to the celebrities about a safe word and yes yes I feel like there and also I feel like there could be something um posted around you know for fans if you feel unsafe or blah blah blah, or whatever yeah um I also think that maybe at the table it might look a little bit different but I don't think people are going to jump to that I, I just, just my opinion. I what do you mean? They're not going to jump to what? What do you, I don't what do you think, mean? I don't think cons are going to like jump to like kind of how it was with COVID, like no touching or, right. or whatever. But I honestly feel like they probably should to save their ass. Yeah. I mean, they're liable, right? Isn't there some sort yeah. of like, I mean, I don't know how it, how it affects the promoters of the shows. Yeah. Um, you know, I always feel like bad publicity tends to be good publicity sometimes, unfortunately. Um, I don't know, you know, uh, it's just a tricky situation. And then you never know like what really happened unless you see it, you know, and what everybody talks about. And then the media blows it out of proportion. And I at least now know, um, because I've, I've, I've definitely maybe thought I had seen something and just kind of like, you just are like, Oh, that's weird. Okay. I'm going to just, you know, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to like take for me personally, I'm going to not ignore those gut feelings anymore when that shows. Um, I think, I think that's what I'll do personally for me. If I see anything or if anything just like rubs me the wrong way or whatever, Mm. I think I'm going to listen to my gut a little bit more. Um, what What if you're wrong and you say something, then what happens? Is it better to be to say something and be or, wrong or and go not say up, something? Or, or go, or, or whatever. I mean, there's not, there's not that many times, like, like, I mean, maybe like two times that maybe I, I, I was like, ah, that's, that's not what is happening. You know, right. I'm not going to go into that party because that I don't know. Oh, right, right, right. I don't want to walk away, right. you know, grinding or whatever. People are dancing on the dance floor or whatever. And I'm just like, ah, okay. Oh my God. You know? And, and there's also like, 
I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure you'll know who, you know, you guys can figure out who I'm talking about. There's a couple, but you know, there, there are some of the celebrities that have like a really dark, funny sense of humor Yeah. and, and out of just, I think boredom and to get attention, they fuck with the fans. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's it can be taken offensively um, by the fan if they if they don't know, you know the the, the person that they're you know like I, I won't I won't tell you who but I I had heard a story about someone a celebrity that signs that made some uh, comment to a gentleman that was waiting in line at their table and came up and said something like you know this guy likes anal. and and like patted him on the back and then went around to sit at the table and the guy started laughing because he was uncomfortable and then but he also did it in front of his wife he did it in front of his wife and children too there were kids there so the wife apparently looked at the husband like you're gonna get out of that fucking line right now you're not gonna go up and get that person's autograph or we're gonna have a fucking problem also, too, the promoters need to, they know when shit's going on, not have those guests back, you know? But see, some people like that. Some people like that humor. Some people think it's funny and they like to, you know, be crazy. But then when it comes back at you, you're like, well, mm-hmm. you can't talk to me like that. I mean, if that person came up to that celebrity and said, I heard you like anal, they would be thrown out. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be both ways. Sorry. It has to be. It can't, we, you know, as celebrities, we're, we're, we don't get a get out of jail free card ever. If anything, they're making examples out of us. So, fucking say, (laughs) you know, like, come on, people. Um, Which brings me to our fan question. Jabbering. jabbering. Are we 40 minutes in? Yeah. My fucking Jesus Great. Christ. Love it. Um, okay. oh. oh my God. Oh my God. Um, okay, wait. Oh, of course, of course. Now I'm all blah 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 blah. Okay, now so this is this, it. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. This is from Ross. Ross Cheeseman. Uh, he says, Hello, ladies. First off, I want to say that you both are fantastic people and thank you for being you. I don't know if you realize yet the positive effect you're having on people's lives, but you should be very proud. I hope to see you both at Frightmare in the Falls in October. I'll try not to be that weird guy who's too nervous to make eye contact. I have a few questions, please. Oh, he wanted me to keep his name anonymous. Ah, That's okay. We're going to do a general one. I'm not going to do the other ones. I will keep you anonymous for those, but this this is a general question. Which is not, you know, nothing to be embarrassed about. The general question is, what advice would you give someone who has never been to a con or gotten an autograph from a celebrity? Scout, what advice would you give to someone that has never been? And I'm surprised. When I was in Monster Mania, I could not believe how many people, even Houston, like, it was their first time at a show. Yeah. Like, how, how, how is, like, how? How's the worst time you've ever gone to a horror convention? They've been around for so long, you know? What I advice know. would you give someone? I mean, but did you go to cons? Would oh, you I mean, I've been going since like the fucking 80s, but. Or would you personally go to a con not as a celebrity? If I was super into something, yeah. Do you know how pissed off I am that I'm not available to go to BravoCon in New York City? 
<laughs> I want to go to BravoCon so fucking bad. You have no idea. I would buy everyone's autograph. I would spend thousands of dollars. I'd buy all the Bravo shit, hashtag, blah, blah, blah. You name it. I would fucking buy it. I would That's get what I'm going with. I'm going with Tom. Uh, he's signing in um, Scotland. Uh-huh. And Ewan McGregor is going to be there. And uh, also... Ariel is gonna be there. Jody, right? Is her name Jody? Jody. I'm going and meeting her. Well, now that you know Ursula, the the woman that played Ursula, she just passed away. I'm like, fuck no, uh uh. Don't miss that chance, my girl. I'm getting her autograph. I'm making her be my best friend. Yes. Wedding, like I'm like I I got this plan. I'm like we're we're going. Um, you know, advice. Just go fucking have fun, man. Yeah. Like, don't, don't be, inti- it's a, it's a good time. You know, yeah. if you're scared, if you're, you're intimidated or you're like, ah, oh, maybe it's not for me too crowded or whatever. Like, it's so cool because a lot of the times when people come to our table, these people will be like, oh, I just met this, like a whole group of friends. Yeah. You know, it happens. It's like, you're going to meet like lifelong friendship. Yeah. yeah. At these cons. Like someone that is into the same thing that you're into. I, I mean, I think it's just such a great time. Oh, Cody just popped up. I see Cody. <laughs> so cute in the back. He's like, you're not leaving for a convention. <laughs> con? What do you mean? You're going to a con? <laughs> yeah, right now I'm going to a convention. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just, just have a good time. I think, um, you know, read the sign. Each person has different requirements that are planned by their managers and their promoters. So sometimes it's different than maybe the, where they were the week before, like understand that there's, there's like contracts between the celebrity and the promoter. So it's not really in our hands to, to, to make decisions sometimes, um, but schedule, you know, if you want to see someone talk or you have a photo op or whatever, like make sure you get your, you know, your schedule lined up. So yeah. you don't miss your, your time slot and all that kind of stuff too. And bring cash, cash, <laughs> bring cash. Not a lot of people. Girl, you just got to get your fucking card reader. I'm not the only one that doesn't have a card reader. D Wallace has a fucking card reader scout. Yeah, she just got it. Bring cash. <laughs> Bring I mean, cash. it's a lot of, a lot of the vendors or a lot of people, you know, will, will want cash and all that stuff. So, yeah. oh my God, wait, I got to show you what I bought. Okay. Look, search for your 911 call. And I want to show you what I bought at this last convention. I got it. I don't need to search. I'm prepared. What, what'd you say? I said, I got it. I don't need to search. I'm prepared. Oh shit. Talk to everybody about okay, Is that so- a pun? Are you making fun of me for looking, fucking always looking through my damn papers? Danielle, Danielle's okay. Well, Danielle doesn't listen right now. I'm going to tell you a secret about Danielle. Danielle, I'm listening. <laughs> She's not leaving now. She doesn't want to leave. Go find your thing. No, I want to hear what shit you want to talk. Oh no, no, I'm just saying this is Danielle. My impression of Danielle. Wait, um, hold on. Um, I can't wait. Where is it? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where it is. I always want to try to help you. I'm like, um, I don't know where it is. Where'd you put it? Where did you put it? It's kind of, it's kind of like. Oh, actually, I don't even have a good analogy. Hold on, yeah. let me get my picture. <laughs> It's kind of like, um, what, Danielle? Um, but yeah, guys, cons are absolutely fun. Don't be intimidated by them, but just make sure that you look up all the information and be prepped for it. All right, she has something in her hands. What is this? Look how cute. Oh my God, that's awesome. Did you buy that? Yeah. I, I, oh, I love that. So you guys, it says the Butcher Bunch and it so looks cool. like the Brady Bunch and they're cutouts of 
like, you know, obviously like Jason and uh, Freddie and Ghostface and Michael and it's all kinds of stuff. And this was made by um, Popsicart, P-O-P-S-I-C-A-R-T.com. So at Popsicart, uh, 3D, it's 3D art. It's super cool. So I bought this and I'm going to hang it up in That's so cool. They should my make office. a Scream Queen one. Yeah. Oh my God. Right yeah. now, I want one. Yes. Okay, I'll email him. You guys email oh, yeah. him and be like, make Scream Queen one. Oh my God. But so- that means you got to put us on it. He's got to put us on Okay, it. first of all, can we talk about people making shit here? Guys. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, we get so excited. Like I've seen a bunch of like pops um, made for us, like for Lori and for you, for Annie and, and, and all your other stuff. So it's really cool that, um, Gabe, uh, a fan of ours made these pops. And if you guys haven't seen them, Gabe Miller customs, he made these pops for talk scary to me for scout and Danielle. It's so crazy, right. To have like, like, after our set, like not a character. It's like, it's us. It's like, yeah. they have one for like Stephen King. Like it's, it's him. Like this yeah. is us. That's super awesome. How amazing is that? I, I was, I was freaking out when he, when he sent it to us. I love the custom pops. If you guys, if you ever are, are making stuff, like send us pictures of stuff you make of us, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll post it on our Instagram. And like, we love that stuff. Cause we're always looking for. Yes in our stores and like, you know, for our patrons and that kind of stuff. So, and to bring to shows and just, we like to keep it fresh. So yeah. So just Danielle and I might have an interesting idea with, um, with something to come. So, so look forward to all the stuff guys. And we're always thinking of new ways to, to create things. And you guys are giving us so many ideas. Yeah, I know. Right. Rad. We love that. Um, okay, cool. All right, Let Scout me- talk 911 to me. All right, I'll talk 911. I don't know which one this is. I just so I'm I'm sorry if um so viewer discretion advice, y'all. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, just killed my wife. You just killed your wife. Yeah. Okay. say I'm not violent he said I'm not violent but he just fucking suffocated his wife 
also, uh, well, there's a uh, there's what one, if only one of us one now. Of, there's, uh, there's two of it. Well, there's one of us now. Ha, 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 ha. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, buddies. Hello, buddies. Did he, did, did he say Happy New Year? If it sounded yeah. like he said Happy New Year. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, not the kind of phone call you were expecting, huh? Happy New Year. Like, <laughs> what is happening? It's like if I, like me, how sarcastic I am, if I was to kill someone and I was like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> like, making a joke out of it because I'm so awkward. Oh my God. Like, what in the actual, what? what in the actual fuck is going on? Yeah. And he, I mean, he strangled her. He strangled, strangled her. Like, and he seemed, he's so chill in, in his, obviously his personality and his humor didn't get affected by him <laughs> strangling his wife. So he obviously was sitting there, like my visual of him strangling his wife is like- Horrific. Horrific. I mean, he definitely knew what he was doing. Of course, he seems to be thrilled that he's finally not living in the house with her. So, okay. So this guy knew that he wanted to strangle his wife and knew that he was going to turn himself in. So- so what kind of depressed, like weird thing in your mind goes, instead of leaving my wife, I'd rather just kill her and then go to jail for the rest of my life. Right. What, 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 what is the difference? Right. You know, right. What, what, like why, why choose that outcome rather than like, I rather ask my wife for a divorce and she's going to fucking yell at me and hate me forever. And then I'm going to go live my life as a single man. Do you think this stuff happens in like, in like, what do they say, the cr- a crime of passion, like in the midst of something crazy, like you, the, I mean, but then he said he, he didn't snap. Like, well, of course yeah. you did. If you, for you to strangle someone, it, it usually that's not premeditated. Premeditated usually is like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. I've never strangled somebody. So by, by the way that he, like, he was, you know, we've heard other 911 calls, like the one guy that was like smoking a cigarette and trying yeah. to like calm down you know, and he was like, I just murdered my wife, like, you know, whatever. For him, it just seems like he was like, for me, I just feel like two weeks prior, he's like, I'm going to kill her. I know I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. When am I going to kill her? She's just, fuck, if she gets on my nerve again, I'm going to kill her. You know? (laughs) Maybe it's the accent that makes it sound like he's, he's relaxed. I don't know. Everything. Happy New Year. (laughs) Like, like, oh, there's two. Well, well, one, actually, now there's one. Look <laughs> of this stuff. Fucking insane. After you just strangled her and she's dead, lifeless. Like, do people understand? Like, when they're, like, dead. Like, dead. There's no coming back. They're done. Coming back. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> like, you're going to, to jail for, for fucking ever. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, let's listen to one more, huh? Okay. Okay, that was intense. All right, let's see here. I'm going to shoot myself right now. Come on, you need to stand up with me, okay? Just wait until we get there. Okay, just leave me. You can't hear it? Barely. I can't hear him now. I can hear oh, her okay. a little bit. Hold on, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay, here we go. Let's see. 
cutting out I can't hear it he just shot himself he shot himself <sighs> so he so what happened he killed it was kind of cutting in and out so I just want to make sure everybody heard it he had he killed his girlfriend her sister and her husband I don't I don't think he um he's just called because he wants to shoot himself and he didn't want to die alone so i don't think oh he, god he didn't kill anyone or anything he he caught his girlfriend cheating on him right and he um he got like a restraining order against him and all this stuff so i think he was just he was i think he was calling for help right you know to the 911 operator um also, do you have those numbers um, that um, Steph gave us for um, the hotline, um, suicide hotline, and all of that? I, I think I, I also have them in in um, in my in talk scary to me. Um, yeah. yeah, let me uh, let me. We can. Well, I'll give them at the end of the of the episode. I'll okay, I'll pull yeah. them up right now, and we can do that. Yeah, because that I mean, it's it's super serious when when someone wants to end their life or or feel like they I mean I I think it's very courageous of him to even call 911 yeah you know yeah uh, I mean obviously he he I don't think he I don't know I mean, it's just so hard to like I didn't listen to that one prior because I didn't know that he shot himself while he was talking to her mm. I didn't, I don't think we heard it. I mean, I didn't hear it on my headphones. Thank God. Oh no. I mean, I didn't, did you hear the, the, no, nobody heard no, it the. Went, it just went, um, just I think went they, silent. they took they that take out. it out. Yeah. I don't think that they would have actually had that, um, playing, but. So that's so crazy. So like we get censored on TikTok because of sensitive content of talking about sex, but stuff like that is allowed on TikTok. That's so crazy to me. I know, isn't it nuts? It's I like, know. that's much more horrifying and, and tragic than us talking about 
fucking anal, but whatever. So I'm going to read these. Okay. Um, so suicide might not be for you, but you can help someone else. Suicide is 1-800-273-8255. Bullying is 800-420-1479. Self-harm, 800-366-8288. Sexual assault, 800-656-4673. Teen lifeline, 800-784-8433. Grief support, 650-321-3438. Depression, 630-482-9696. Drugs and alcohol, 877-235-4525. Eating disorder, 650-577-1330. Mental health, 800-442-9673. Abuse, 800-799-7233. We're going to start having these at the end of the podcast because I think it's super, super important. It's so fucking sad just hearing all of those numbers and the the fact that this is what's going on in our world right now is really, really, really devastating. I don't, I'm so scared to to think about where my kids, what the, what the world is going to look like when my children are my age. It's really fucking scary. Oh yeah. Oh, I've fucking been saying that forever. Oh my God. Scary. (laughs) I never saw it getting like this. I'm so no. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's like that Instagram account that I always watch. List, you know, it's the the street people of Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I, I it's, it's, I, I just anytime anyone's like, why did you move? Like, what was the, you know, ca- what was the catalyst? I was like, here, check out, check this out. <laughs> yeah, seriously, check this out, and you'll know why. And this is no joke. This is, yeah. this is what's happening in the world, and it's really fucking devastating. It's yeah. horrible. People just need. This is a great time to go to our ad, you guys. So we're gonna, we're gonna hop to our ad right now for better help. Better help, guys. Better help, which I'm using. Good for you. I'm using it. I'm using, we're, we're using it. Couple, couple therapy. Did you get your, did you get your 10% off? I did. Talk talk scary slash Danielle. Did you use my name? Danielle. I was like, I was like, this is so weird. Danielle for my fucking couple therapy right now. I'm glad I could help save you some money, Scout. I'm glad I could help. And I could help you too out there. Betterhelp.com. Slash Danielle. Danielle. I think it would have been awful, like for me, if I had a type Scout. Uh, (laughs) And then our ads, our ads that are coming up um, that we're joining, we're partnering up with for next month is also, is also something that I, that I will be helping you with, Scout. It's for your so- discount it'll probably be slash danielle as well so one more thing yeah, i can any of it we need like sex toy endorsements guys yeah, for need, scout we need 10 percent on some sex toys double-sided dildo <laughs> slash <Yes>. scout <laughs> i'll get those you get all the better help stuff and i'm gonna get like the fucking toys amazing of course all okay right, time stuff. We, we are an hour in should we save this yeah. 
Um, You've been talking like crazy. You know, um, I think that was that. Let's let's save it. Let's save our no, case. We'll save and I just want to do. Um, let's. Yeah. We didn't do any sex questions. I want to leave. Oh, yeah, it. I just want to leave it on like a light note. Uh-huh. I think. Um, if like if I well, do you have any light ones on that came to you on Instagram? Um, um light ones. I I do have. You know, you guys are a lot of people have been asking. Um, still which I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Um, okay. So hi, Danielle and Scout. First, let me say you gals rock. I enjoy the raw realism, realism and humor in your segments. My question is when it comes to sex, what are your thoughts on anal? So a lot of people like <laughs> about anal. So I'm like, that should go with it again. I asked because my wife enjoys it and I am open to it. Um, have done it with her, but it is not my preference. Okay, so it's not his preference. Okay. Any tips or suggestions to make it more intimate? Ooh. What is your opinion? Also, since you answered my last question a few segments ago, I have been more intimate with her. Woo-hoo. It compliments me being more oral with her. So thank you. Your advice has helped me to push through my childhood trauma. Fuck yeah. Let's Yay. Thank you. I played your episode for her and we had a great talk about it after. She agrees with the advice you suggested amazing Again, oh my god i love it i love it <laughs> i love it okay hold on one second what do you think danielle um i can't answer this gal because my husband would do it every every single time you're the one you're the one that like your dude's like more like like not a hundred percent i can tell my first anal story how about that okay um, O'Connell, if you're listening and just turn this off. Um, Tom O'Connell's parents, parents and sisters, and sisters. <laughs> my dad, my mom, if I can turn it off. Um, so I had, oh, actually, should I tell my first, first, first one? Or should I tell my romantic one? I guess the advice for this guy, let me do the romantic one. So that wasn't my first time. That was my second time. So it was with my ex-partner and he had expressed to me that he had want to try it. And I had a really weird experience of my prior first time doing it. So I was very indifferent about it because I hurt like a motherfucker Mm. the next day and I could barely walk. Like that's how bad it hurt. Yeah. Um, So we booked this Airbnb. (laughs) (laughs) We literally made it a thing. We booked this Airbnb in Topanga Canyon this like spiritual oasis and we got a couple bottles of wine and he got candles and all this stuff and it wow all for that. anal it wasn't just for that but Jesus. he knew that that's like he knew that he wanted to try it and and I don't think that's what it was planned for but in that sort of setting I felt comfortable enough to be like okay I'm ready like let's try this you know um, but it wasn't just for that. I wasn't like, this is my anal Airbnb trip. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, I, I, I felt safe. It felt romantic. It felt nice. And, and then that's when I was like, okay, let's, let's try this. And then, you know, um, I always give advice uh, for anal vibrator um, for women is a big old motherfucking plus. Um, and by the way, it's, I don't do anal, like, oh, like um, I don't remember why I did that. Um, but like when you do, you do feel the urge for that, that does help. 
And I think being in the right state of mind and um, place helps as well. Girl, I am the opposite of you. Oh, shit. Okay. I am completely fucking, I could not be more different when it comes to that. If I'm going to do, if I'm going to do anal, I have to be fucked up. It's a poop. I have to, well, that has to happen first at some point earlier in the day or ideally. Uh, But I. So you know it. You know, no, I don't know. But I, but if I'm, if I'm in the mood that night, if like I'm a little buzzed and like we're having like naughty, dirty sex, mm-hmm. like rough, pull my hair and, you know, fucking slamming into the wall kind of sex. Um, well, yeah, that's consensual. After the first time I had a romantic part of it, then it was like fucking dirty after that. Yeah. yeah I was like, I, I could like never. <laughs> I mean, my first time I think was like that. Like, no, no, my first time just like, do it with a, a friend co-star of mine that I always wanted to hook up with, and I never thought I'd hook up with, and then it became a thing, and I thought we were gonna date, and he just wanted to fuck you in the ass, and he fucked me in the ass, and then never called me back. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. Like, <laughs> like crazy oh no I like I I like that I like I have to be feeling David will say he needs to be feeling squirrely like squirrely squirrely, like like you're feeling naughty feeling like down to just be you know where the next morning you're like whoa dude what was last night that was crazy when you're putting the pieces together by looking at what's on the floor you know like just trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together what kind of crazy night you had why it makes me laugh like because I've been to your house and I know like, <laughs> your schedule with your children and like, when they're asleep and how easy, like you guys, like having one of these nights with your children. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I we were in the, sh- I was, I was in the shower the other day and I said to David, he walked by and he was like, what's up or whatever. And I was like, Hey, you want to come to the shower real quick? And he was like, your child is right behind me. And of course, like Carter's like, Hi, mom. <laughs> you know, and then Jagger's like taking off his diaper. Like, I want to take a shower with you, mom. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah. my God. I just, this I try. This is not what I meant. This is not what I meant. Not what I meant. Not what I meant. So, well, well guys, this has been a pretty deep um, episode. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Intense. We've covered everything from god from fucking pedophiles and crazy people on talking shit on instagram to to uh anal coolness to anal child (laughs) child actors to yeah to yeah it's it's been it's been another tuesday talk scary to me tuesday talk scary to me tuesday guys thank you guys thanks for listening we'll talk to you next week bye bye Hey guys, if you want to watch this episode and all of our past episodes, join our Patreon. You'll get early access to each week's episode, merch, and more. Go to patreon.com slash to me to watch. That is patreon.com slash to me. See you guys next week.